If you see kids in the future, I think there is something that happens to everybody and you rarely hear about it. And that is postpartum. Whenever I decided to start having kids, when I was pregnant with my first child, I was lucky enough that my best friend was pregnant at the same time that I was. This wasn't her first baby, but it was mine. So I was able to rely on her based on her previous pregnancies and her experiences with her other kids. And at the same time, we got to go through our pregnancies together. So any time that I felt like something was wrong or I was concerned, I would call her first before I would think of calling the doctor's office. And not everybody is lucky enough to have someone that they can ask a question, you know, or, or you know, that's able to kind of talk you through what's happening. I was also lucky enough that every time that I went to my OB for a visit, I was able to get an ultrasound of my baby. And I recently found out that that's not a norm. So, you know, shout out to my OB's office because that is so calming to go to an appointment and you're able to see that the baby's fine after you've probably like haven't slept all night because you've been trying to figure out was that a kick was that a fart did I burp what is it is this baby okay so pregnancy you have your difficulties and then afterward it's like bam the baby's here let's go and you get a lot of advice, right? You get advice from strangers. When you go to the store, a stranger sees you pregnant and they want to, you know, just tell you, hey, you know what worked for me when I was pregnant because I had heartburn or I couldn't sleep. You know, you get all of this advice and it all comes from a good place. At least for the most part, I've always found that when strangers come up to you and give you advice, it's just because they want to share with you what made things easier for them. And I feel like pregnant women, you everybody tends to gravitate towards you because it's kind of like that maternal. She's um, it just makes you more approachable. So you'll get a lot of unsolicited advice. And then you also get a lot of advice once the baby arrives. But there is a gap in between that postpartum phase. Not that many people talk about. Not that many people tell you what to expect. So you really get thrown into that unexpectedly you don't really hear much from it I think I only really got advice from postpartum from two people and of course one of them is my best friend and one of the things that always stuck in my mind that she told me was well first of all y'all I'm sorry because a little graphic right um she's like after having a baby the next most painful thing that I've ever felt is whenever I had my first valve movement. And that is why they give you stool softeners at the hospital. Because the first time you go to the bathroom, it ain't going to be cute, okay? Like, it's going to be painful. Because your body has gone through so much already. Plus, at the hospital, you know, they don't let you drink anything until after the baby arrives. And then all the medication that you're under because, you know, depending if you had a natural birth or if you had a C-section like I have, you know, they pump you with meds to try to help you because after you've had a baby, you still got to take care of this new life that you just gave birth to. It's not like, oh, everything's great, you know, like your body's back to normal and you went through nothing, now take care of this baby. It's no, you're recovering from 
trauma that your body has gone through and it's like get up bitch now you got to take care of this baby a part that i feel like should be talked about more is what happens after you have this baby i think the only other piece of advice that i got was from my mom and this is like way back in her day back at the rancho when she had her you know when she had most of us she said the first 40 days you're not allowed to leave you're not allowed to even go outside it's just somebody's there with you and i'm ideally right um and you're only allowed to drink broths and eat tortillas and wear a faja and that's it because by the time people see you supposedly people don't get to see you till after the 40 day mark so they see you and you look like nothing happened like your snapback game is on point based on that diet and you know you don't want to take the baby out too soon because you never know outside germs or whatever so nobody gets to see you or the baby until the 40 day mark but that was it other than that i don't think she ever went into too much detail and i think part of the reason is because her mom probably didn't go into too much detail either because that's kind of those generational things that they were more worried about other things going on in their life other than who let me pass down to my daughter what's going to happen after she has a baby um, I think I'm in a better place. So whenever our kids decide to start, if they ever decide to start having kids, which is a long time from now, I can share what I've gone through. Postpartum is very hard and it's never the same. I've had two kids. Both of my deliveries were unexpected. They were both C-sections. So number one, that was one thing I was not prepared for. In my mind, I always thought I was going to have a natural birth. And I was going to go full term. And that's not what happened. Both of my kids have been at least five weeks early. And that was already unexpected. You feel uneasy because, you know, you, the babies are supposed to wait till the 40 week mark. And my kids are early. So are they going to be okay? Are they going to be able to breathe right? Are they going to have to go to the NICU? So you go in through all, all that uncertainty. And then, well, recovering from a C-section is not an easy feat, you know, it's it's hard. And it's not like, oh, you had a C-section, we're gonna send a nurse home with you while you recover. Like, no, bitch, your ass gotta get up. You gotta figure out how to get off of the bed without hurting yourself and be able to come and help this baby. You know, like, it's not because your delivery was different, you get extra help. Al contrario, like on the contrary, they expect you to do more. They expect you to get up and walk. They expect you to do a lot of things at the hospital because you have to take care of this baby. It's not like if I would have, you know, any other kind of surgery, they would probably bed rest me for a while because they've gone through all the layers of your skin and they've gone in and pushed, you know, that baby pushes your organs all over the place to get comfortable. So they cut through all of that to be able to get this baby out of you. So you're trying to get used to moving around with with your new body essentially right because you're recovering plus taking care of a baby and a lot of times you do it alone when i had my daughter i did not have a lot of help my mom had gone through a procedure herself so she wasn't really available to help me the way that we had kind of planned it because i went into early labor i threw off I threw off our entire plan. My husband didn't have um, paternity leave, so he wasn't going to be able to be at home with me. 
So whenever I had my daughter, it was just me at home with her. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, this baby, her internal clock, she would wake up every two hours on the dot to eat. I didn't wake her up. She would wake up on her own. So my sleepless nights started off right away. And sometimes it was hard to put her back to sleep. I remember there was one night that she just wouldn't sleep and she would just cry. And, you know, I didn't know what to do. Again, I'm recovering from a surgery and I'm trying to take care of a baby. And I remember just going to like our recliner and just rocking with her. And I started crying because I was like, come on, baby, sleep. Come on, baby, sleep. You know, because you want them to sleep so you can sleep. Nobody ever told me that. Nobody ever told me like, hey, your hormones are going to be out of whack and you're probably going to be extra emotional and you're recovering and you're taking care of a baby. So, you know, it's difficult. Nobody talks about how difficult it is. Some of y'all have it easy and man, that's great. Some of y'all don't go through it as rough as some other people. And probably what I went through wasn't as bad as what other women go through. Other women have postpartum depression and I can see how you can easily go into depression after having a baby especially when you're by yourself because you're so used to all this adult interaction and all of a sudden you don't have it you don't have someone else to talk to it's just you and this baby that you're trying to help stay alive basically that's what you're doing plus taking care of yourself whenever or if you have the time because I didn't eat I lost a lot of weight after I had my daughter because I wasn't eating because she wasn't sleeping. So when she would sleep during the day, I would also sleep. So I would not eat breakfast. Sometimes I wouldn't eat lunch and I would just eat dinner because my husband was home. And that's it. Had it not been for him coming home at some point in time, I wasn't going to be able to, I wouldn't eat. So I lost a lot of weight. When I went back to work, everybody's like, oh my God, you look amazing. You don't even look like you ever had a baby. But it wasn't a healthy weight loss. It was, uh, I'm starving myself because I would rather sleep than eat. The other thing that I remember going through with my son recently was that I would get very emotional. And, you know, after you have a baby, you take them to checkups and you go to your checkups. At both of those checkups, they ask you questions about yourself have are you able to smile lately are you able to find humor in things have you ever thought about hurting yourself are you sad and let me be honest I am not honest in those surveys I just circle like all the right answers right like I'm not going to tell you that I cried I'm not going to tell you that I'm sad I'm not going to tell you anything and the reason why I am not honest on those surveys is because I'm scared and I probably shouldn't be but I'm scared that they're going to be like, oh, this bitch is unstable. Let me take this baby from her, which I don't think that that's what happened. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't want them to think that I am not fit to be a mother. So I'm not going to answer these questions. Honestly, I definitely didn't do it the first time, the first go around with my daughter when I probably needed the most help with my son. I was lucky enough that now my husband has a different job and he was able to get, you know, just two weeks, not the whole you know, um, six weeks or it wasn't a lengthy period of time. He was able to, to be with me for two weeks, but week one, we spent it at the hospital because I, not only did I have a C-section, but our son was born early. He needed to go to a NICU, a NICU at a different hospital because the hospital we were at didn't have the space and they kept him longer because they wanted to make sure that he was okay. So I really just had him for one week at home with me. 
And I remember telling him, I'm sad. I have moments of sadness. I have moments that I cry. And he's like, why? What's wrong? Are you okay? And I would tell him, I'm, I get sad remembering what happened at the hospital. I get sad remembering that the first time that I got to meet my son was through a little plastic case because he had to get ambulanced over to a different hospital. Now I can talk about it without crying, but it took me a while because those are very vivid memories. I didn't get to meet my son and hold him the way that, you know, every other mother does. I had to meet him in a different way. And it broke my heart because I felt like my body didn't do the job that it was supposed to, which was keep this baby in here until they're safe enough to come out. So I think I had anger towards myself for not doing the job that I was supposed to do. And then at the same time, it was sadness because my son had to go through that. This second time around, I was comfortable enough to be vocal about what I was going through mentally with my husband, with my best friend, and with my mom. And that helped me out because I, although I didn't feel comfortable enough to tell a doctor, I did tell them. And I remember my mom was like, you need to tell your doctor. And the reason why you need to tell your doctor is because your hormones are off balance and they probably just need to give you some kind of medication to help your hormones get back on track. But then again, I got scared because I was like, oh, if they put me on medication, what if, I don't know, I get worse. But I'm like that. I have a hard time asking for help. Just in general, I try to just hold, hold down the fort for everything until I explode. But this time around, again, I had the help that I could tell my best friend. And again, me and my best friend was, were pregnant together at the same time. So we've been together. We've been pregnant together for both of my pregnancies. And the funny thing is that both times um, our kids' genders have matched. So we both had girls the first time around and we both had boys the second time around. So I was able to talk to her and let her know what I was feeling. And I could... Um, desahogarme and again sorry I don't know the English word for that at the moment you know so I had somebody that I could vent to there you go vent um I could vent to her I could vent to my husband and I can vent to my mom and those are the important people because I was going to my mom's house every day my husband would drop me off because I wasn't allowed to drive because I had a c-section so he would drop me off every morning and she would help me basically tag me out so I could sleep because she knew I wasn't sleeping at night. She would make sure that I eat uh, and she would just help give me that company of an adult that you need, but nobody tells you you need. Again, life after a baby, it's hard. If you have mom friends that just had a baby, check up on them. Just Hey, how are you doing? How's everything going? Can I stop by? And you don't necessarily have to help with anything. And it's not just check up on the baby. Check up on her too. She needs the mental break. She needs the adult interaction. At least that's what I needed. So I did look forward with my daughter. I didn't really look forward to having people around because I was so sleep deprived. It wasn't even funny. And I was malnourished. So having people around at the beginning was hard for me. This second time around, I was more mentally prepared and I was eating and I was, since my husband would hope was home, I would try to sleep during the day because he would take the day shift so I could sleep because I would take the night shift. And I look forward to having people over because they would not only help with the baby, but they also would come over and 
make sure that I was okay, especially because they know that I have kind of like traumatic deliveries. Check up on your mom friends after they've had kids. That postpartum is a motherfucker. And it's always helpful to have somebody to vent to without being judged. And it's always helpful to have adult interactions. You know, if you've never heard of any of this, if you're a new mom, if you're pregnant, if you just had a baby and you feel like there's something wrong with you because nobody has ever talked about postpartum, I'm here with you. It's rough. It's rough getting adjusted to your new body and to taking care of another life. Don't carry so much weight on your shoulders. There's a lot of other things that you're probably thinking of that are not really important. So take care of yourself. Take care of that baby. Have people that you trust that you can vent to and that they're not going to judge you because I think that's very important. Obviously, there is a threshold to where maybe you do need to talk to a professional. You do need to let your doctor know because maybe you just need those pills to help rebalance your hormones. But, you know, don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're a bad parent because you're feeling some type of way. Postpartum is just a bitch. It's a difficult phase in life that I feel like we don't talk about enough. And all of you who have mom friends, check up on them. 